European Hearts Journal issue at a glance, volume 39, issue 33, focus issue on hypertension by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Lucia. Hypertension is on the move, the new ESC guidelines and more. After years of standstill, hypertension is on the move. With the results of the SPRINT and HOPE3 trials, the optimal target blood pressure values were again in the centre of interest, and with recent trials on renal nerve ablation, interventional treatments of hypertension are back at centre stage. What a normal blood pressure is, is a crucial question that has influenced both the recent US guidelines and now also the long-awaited 2018-ESC-ESH guidelines for the management of arterial hypertension that are presented in this issue. Among various changes, the most remarkable is the new definition of target blood pressure in patients below 65 years of age on antihypertensive drugs as 120 to below 130 and below 80 millimeters of mercury, while in the elderly, the previous recommendations hold, i.e. less than 140 slash 90 millimeters of mercury. Thus, for the first time, a blood pressure range rather than a single upper value is recommended. This issue is further pursued in an article entitled Achieved Diastolic Blood Pressure and Pulse Pressure at Target Systolic Blood Pressure 120 to 140 millimeters of mercury and cardiovascular outcomes in high-risk patients results from on-target and transcend trials authored by Michael Bohm and colleagues from the Saarland University Hospital in Homburg, Germany. As there is a J-curve of blood pressure and cardiovascular risk, the authors examined the association between attained diastolic blood pressure and cardiovascular outcomes in 16,099 of 31,546 patients with an achieved systolic blood pressure of 120 to 140 millimeters of mercury in the on-target and transcend trials. The lowest outcomes risk was observed at a diastolic blood pressure of 70 to less than 80 millimeters of mercury. An achieved diastolic blood pressure above 80 millimeters of mercury was associated with a higher risk of stroke and hospitalization for chronic heart failure and above 90 millimeters of mercury for myocardial infarction. A diastolic blood pressure below 70 millimeters of mercury was associated with a higher risk for myocardial infarction, hospitalization for heart failure, and all-cause death, while there was no signal for stroke and cardiovascular death compared to diastolic blood pressure of 70 to 80 millimeters of mercury. Thus, Compared to a diastolic blood pressure of 70 to 80 millimeters of mercury, lower and higher diastolic blood pressures in patients achieving a systolic blood pressure of 120 to 140 millimeters of mercury were associated with a higher risk. These data suggest that even at optimal achieved systolic blood pressure, risk is still influenced by low or high diastolic blood pressure, a finding that is further discussed in an editorial by Johann Auer from the General Hospital Braunau in Braunau, Austria. 
In addition to the well-known sequelae of high blood pressure, such as stroke and myocardial infarction, uncontrolled hypertension is also associated with cognitive decline. In their article, Association Between Systolic Blood Pressure and Dementia in the Whitehall 2 Cohort Study, Role of Age, Duration and Threshold Used to Define Hypertension, Jessica G. Abel and colleagues from the INSERM in villejuif sedex France, examined in 8,639 persons from the Whitehall 2 study associations of blood pressure at ages 50, 60, and 70 years with the incidence of dementia. Systolic, but not diastolic, blood pressure greater than or equal 130 millimeters of mercury at age 50, but not at age 60 or 70, was associated with increased risk of dementia, with a hazard ratio of 1.38, and with 1.47 in those free of cardiovascular disease. Moreover, participants with longer exposure to hypertension between ages 45 and 61 years had an increased risk of dementia compared to those with no or low exposure to hypertension. Thus, in line with the most recent guidelines, systolic blood pressure greater than or equal 130 millimeters of mercury at age 50, even below the conventional greater than or equal 140 millimeters of mercury threshold, is associated with increased risk of dementia. These intriguing findings are put into context in a thoughtful editorial by Hans Christoph Diener from the University of Essen in Germany. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease is almost as frequent worldwide as high blood pressure, particularly in smokers and those exposed to environmental hazards. James Bird and the Summit investigators examined its relation to hypertension in their article Blood Pressure, Heart Rate and Mortality in Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease, The Summit's Trial. The SUMMITS trial was a randomized double-blind outcome trial of 16,485 participants with moderate chronic obstructive pulmonary disease with or at risk for cardiovascular disease randomized to placebo, long-acting beta agonist, inhaled corticosteroid, or their combination. All-cause mortality increased with systolic blood pressure greater than or equal 140 millimeters of mercury, or diastolic greater than or equal 90 millimeters of mercury, and systolic less than 115 millimeters of mercury, or diastolic less than 75 millimeters of mercury. Heart rate greater than or equal 80 beats per minute and pulse pressures greater than or equal 60 millimeters of mercury were linearly related to increased all-cause mortality. The risks of cardiovascular events followed similar patterns to all-cause mortality and in subgroups with or without cardiovascular disease. Thus, there is a U-shaped relationship between blood pressure and all-cause mortality and cardiovascular events in patients with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease and heightened cardiovascular risk. These findings extend the prognostic importance of blood pressure to this growing group of patients and raise concerns that both high and low blood pressure may pose health risks that have to be considered when lowering blood pressure in these patients. 
orthostatic hypotension is a more recently recognized risk factor for the brain. However, the risk of incident dementia in those very elderly where it is most prevalent is unknown. In their article, Orthostatic Hypotension and Symptomatic Subclinical Orthostatic Hypotension Increase Risk of Cognitive Impairment, an Integrated Evidence Review and Analysis of a Large Older Adult Hypertensive Cohort. Ruth Peters and colleagues from the Australian National University analysed the relationship between orthostatic hypotension and incident cognitive decline or dementia in this patient group. Out of 3,121 subjects from the Hypertension in the Very Elderly Trial, or HIVET, cohort aged greater than or equal 80 years, 538 had orthostatic hypotension. Orthostatic hypotension was associated with increased risk of cognitive decline with a hazard ratio of 1.36. When competing risk of cardiovascular events were taken into account, the hazard ratios were 1.39 and 1.34 respectively. Subclinical orthostatic fall with symptoms was associated with an increased risk of cognitive decline of 1.56 and of dementia of 1.79. Combining the results from the HIVET cohort in a meta-analysis with the existing published literature in this area found a 21% increased risk of dementia with orthostatic hypotension. Thus, orthostatic hypotension is associated with an increased risk of dementia and cognitive decline. The clinical implications of these findings are further discussed in a thoughtful editorial by Franz Messerly from the Inselspital from the University Hospital Bern in Switzerland. The editors hope that this issue of the European Hearts Journal will find the interest of its readers.